Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Hello Kitty Podcast, your podcast for Marvel's Eve of Shield and the whole MCU. I'm one of your hosts, Andy B, and with me are my amazing co-hosts, Nikki, Amy, and Dashman. Hello, guys. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. How are you? Um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm not okay. Oh, uh, right, because you you should have ate eaten that hot pocket. <laughs> I, 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 I should have been alive last night um, after what happened. Um, I felt a piece of your soul died last night. I, I think my entire soul died last night. So, um, yeah. Um, but um, it's a big yes, week. The subtitle for this podcast, Funeral for a Friend. Yes. I'm, Rest uh, in pieces, Bachi. Rest in pieces. Yeah. Um, oh, and spoiler for anyone who's who hasn't listened uh, hasn't seen the episode. Well, they should know that by the time they listen to the show. That that is that that's a that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, no news this week. Uh, we still have we we're still waiting for some information about the um, the Age of Shield spinoff series. Uh, I did I did see that um, deadline, which is actually you know it's dead to me after their disaster they had a few weeks ago. Um, with a certain post, but um, but you know because they are you know one of the few outlets that actually gets information about some of these pilots, they informed that the Age of Shield spin-off is eyeing a series order with a second project helmed by John Ridley, also in the works. Um, and um, I don't know, there's been a lot of talks about you know how is Adrian Carter, you know what is uh, that show's ch- chance at this point? I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that it's going to come back, but you know, I don't think ABC can have four Marvel shows next yeah. season. I, I I'm leaning towards that the Mockingbird Hunter spinoff is kind of gonna replace Adrian Carter. Sadly, uh, I could be wrong. I haven't, you know, you know, Haley Owl she did a convention last last week with the Ming-Na Wen, which uh, the photos were amazing, but she, they, I, I, I heard that um, they, you know, they're once again saying that the chances are good, but, you know, and, you know, anyone can basically say that and, you know, because, because Last I heard they were 75% sure it was coming back. Yeah. I think it works as, it works as a mid-season replacement. True, but the yeah, problem is, so yeah, true, but the problem here now is that with two more Marvel shows in development, you know, one of them has to be, you know, I, I'm he- I'm hearing that the spinoff may actually be the Midsen replacement. Um, so, which is maybe why Agent Carter isn't coming back, but, you know, we will keep you up updated. The well, mid- honestly, God, the ABC could not get anything to stick got Tuesday nights before S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. So I, I would go full season with the spinoff and put them both on the same night. But again, maybe again, I'd still say that those two shows are going to be very, very similar to each other. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Unless you turn it into a full-on Mockingbird show. Well, yeah, which uh, I would love that. But I, I, I can, I, the thing I can let you guys know though is that we will Tuesday, May twelfth, which is the the two-hour season finale for Shield. That's when the upfront for ABC will be taking place, and that's when we will know. What the status of all these shows? So, um, you know, yes. you you have a you will you got the be, fate of our podcasts as well. Exactly. So, yes. uh, uh, so uh, Polly, uh, don't screw this up. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna do something. I just 
we don't know what it can be yet until we know what's happening next year. Exactly. And, you know, and that's hopefully, um, um, hopefully they, they will give us a lot of good news for that day because that would be, that would be really good if we did get some really good news. Um, Right. You know, both of the, you know, we get an amazing finale and then we get, uh, then we also get a terrific day of just hearing good news. So, um, but uh, but let's get into this week's episode, um, the precursor to Marvel's Age, Avengers: Age of Ultron, which comes out this Friday uh, in theaters near you in uh, in uh, 2D and 3D and IMAX. Uh, so or sooner for some people. Yeah, uh, because well, Dan is going tomorrow um, to um, to uh, double feature. Double feature. So uh, if you're in the Chicago area, what what's what theater are you going to, Dan? It's the AMC 30 in South Barrington. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, if um, if if you Especially guys in Illinois, everybody, if you're in the U.S. Yeah, so, uh, so if you go, if if you're heading down there, if you if you if you live there, uh, make sure to you know, and you're going to the same theater. Um, if you catch them, go you know, go up and say hi, and you know, say thank you for the podcast and all that. You know, we, you know, I always love when people, you know, when listeners just come up and just say, hey, I, I know your voice, and yeah, and feel free to share with me your theories as well. Exactly, we could talk about them on the show. Totally, uh, we will be doing an, uh, uh, we will be doing the review for the film this week. Yes. So um, stay tuned. But but first, this week's is episode, that going to be a helicarrier episode? That will be a helicarrier episode for sure. Okay, so that that's what feed you guys got to listen to. Yeah, uh, but we can also you know because it's a special one, we can definitely get it up on the main ATA feed so that right. all of our you know AT you know across the airwayers. ATA listeners. ATA listeners. That's the easiest way to call. Yes. Well, I like to make I like to complicate things. So let's talk about the reunion. Like San Diego, uh, you know, Anchorman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, in this episode, the Dirty Half Dozen, we get the reunion of the OG Shield team, um, and of course, you know, it's not awkward at all. Everyone is happy. They're having milkshakes and they're happy. And no, there is it's a living hell for everybody <laughs> because everyone is furious with Ward. Um, Nikki, let's start with you. How, what did you think about the the whole dynamic they had? Um, well, it wasn't really the original team because Trip wasn't there, and I consider him part of the original team. Um, but I actually really kind of liked it when the the door to the uh, to the Quinjet or oh, closed, and they're like, "Who did that? Who did that?" And everybody goes, "Ward." <laughs> 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 and it was actually, you know, we know who it was, but it was. I think he's trying really hard but he also is very which I like about what I really liked about his performance was he knows that this is probably going not going to be an easy road back he wants redemption he wants his friends back and he I thought his speech you know when he was you know they were all on the bus and he was like giving them the rundown he's like okay let's talk about the elephant on the plane um and i thought he was very i thought he was finally being honest and i think i don't know if he can actually find redemption with the team i think but i don't think he's going to stop trying to help them so um i really like i really kind of like seeing them all together again uh despite Ward's betrayals. It was like, oh look, they'll they'll gangs back together again and then oh yeah, that happened. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's finale happened. <coughs> um, our good friend uh, Lily from Wars Warriors at Wars Warrior, Warriors on um, on Twitter, um, she she used the term redemption, and I was like, I laughed my ass up because I'm like, that's that's amazing. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know, I and I know it's it's hard to get, you know, for Ward, it's ho- hard to get some redemption because of everything he had to do, but, you know. To me, I don't feel feel that he maybe needs to get to that point. I feel that he, right now, he's doing everything he possibly can to just show them that, look, I'm on your side, but, you know, the minute I see something just being out of touch, you know, I'm going to do it my way, but for the sake of this team. Yeah, I just, I think that because of, the betrayal of the, it's not so much betrayal of the team. I think it's Fitz really nailed it. And he said, we were a family. Yeah. When you betray the family, I mean, I'm not talking like organized crime, mafioso family, but, but that too, um, when you betray the family, that's a, that's a pain that runs a lot deeper than betraying your coworkers. And Fitz, and he, I was really glad that he apologized for dropping them to the bottom of the ocean. However, I, don't think that makes to me there's there's really not an apology strong enough for for that or for what he did in general i think him trying to earn redemption like he said he was you know i think it's a long it's a long time coming but i think it makes his character i think a lot more interesting and i i really really liked how he stood up for agent 33 and said give her a chance she's a she's She's a good shield agent. She was, you know, what Hydra did to her was against her wishes, whereas as opposed to what how he was brought into Hydra. What did you think, Dan? Well, the big thing was I think Ward was very genuine in everything he said. I think he meant everything he said. Because mm-hmm. I think what helped us believe that is him admitting that, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a good guy. You know, I can only help care so much but to ultimately I'm, I'm not a good guy I'm not the right guy to bring her back to who she is and the good person I know she's capable of being because I think their romance is going to be a very interesting thing if they keep her character around and whatnot so I, I think that it, it's an interesting situation and with a lot of Joss Whedon stories the way these type of spike or villain like characters get redeemed is through love so i think that's where they're going with ward that was good but at the same time you know i was very nostalgic for the original beginning of the series again again i i was someone who wasn't the biggest fan of when this show was more procedural like but i had this longing to go back to the time where things were simple for these characters and that's great TV to make me feel that way and actually missed a period of time that I didn't think was so great for this show. So that was very well handled and stuff. And Brett Dalton, great performance to him. And again, I think this was a great, you know, group camaraderie scene. You mm-hmm. know, I felt like the old days of watching Buffy, you know, when they were back in the library working things out. I mean, it really had that great Joss Whedon character archetype discussion going on in that, that scene and it was just 
great and a great way to kind of give us that last scene we had on the bus. Which also, you know, we need to have a funeral for as well. Yeah, I, um, you know, I'd read a few advanced reviews by some um, some press out there, and um, yeah, I, I gotta say that ABC is a lot. Marvel is a lot more generous this season when it comes to screeners and you know, or you know, advanced previews and whatnot for for journalists, which I, you know, I'm I'm happy they're doing that. I think that's that's how it should have been done from the beginning. You know, it's you know, it, you have secrets, but they're not. That they're not that big, so you know, let you know, let the let the press promote your things. But I um, no, to me, I I I agree with you guys. I love just going back and you know feel like we're back in season one, but at the same time we're seeing now how much this team has evolved. You know how much last season really ruined a lot of things for sev- you know sort of several of the characters and whatnot, and that you know all of them in the same room was you know you know it you know there was a lot of emotion and tension and whatnot and everyone was hating on ward and i you know i even though i i, I did laugh a bit because i was like you know no we're just gonna keep hating you and you know and Cole's doing just like and ward just stop talking like <laughs> just just stop and, well this is really <laughs> the first time he's had a chance to sit down with everybody so to speak um and so a lot of them have been building up these re- even more of these resentments and just have accepted Ward's a bad guy. He tried to kill us and he betrayed S.H.I.E.L.D. and he was a part of Hydra. And they haven't, like, Simmons hadn't had a conversation with him in May. You know, really, he he was still the, like Sky said, he's Candyman. You know, you say his name and he appears. He's the Candyman, you know, from the horror film. And so I think this was the first time they all are hearing his reasoning and hearing what's going on. But still, they this is a this is a long time coming, and they're not quite they're not quite there yet. Yeah, and so like I said, I no, I just had um. Had a good, I had a good time with that, that the whole dynamic, and I, you know, as much as much hate as he got, you know, it was just nice seeing the team mm-hmm. back together, and um, and uh, no, but and it just shows us the evolution of this character because you know, after the fall of high, you know, of Shield last season, you know, there, you know, a lot of people were hating Grand Ward, and you know, and and I feel like you know, I remember in the beginning of the season, I was you know, he's a psychopath, you know, why is he, you know, we can't trust him or anything, and now he's like one of the greatest characters on on the show, but um, but there's also there's also another dynamic of you know, kind of, I I don't say complete forgiveness, but you know, Mac and Hunter have a scene, and you know, and Nikki, I know you you know, you probably still don't like Mac, but you know, I. Oh, was he on the episode? I only saw Hunter. Sorry. I, 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 <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, oh my God. And um, Andy, do you know this is made it onto the Thrones cast as well? How did Mac get into get into the discussion? Okay, never mind. Well, because I said I said that one of the characters got Game of Thrones. I hated him, getting was dead to me. So then Nikki brought on Mac and how Mac was dead to her. So it's a recurring joke on two podcasts now. But um. Okay, so but yeah. Dan, what do you, you... Uh, really a drink? Drinks? He thinks drinks are gonna. Oh, sorry. Well, that, well, that's <laughs> sadly that's how you know 
sometimes just a beer or a drink uh, is enough for men. You know, when they're when they are in disputes and whatnot. Um, you know, I probably you know if 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 I had been you know been take you know kidnapped like like that and I you know been betrayed like that, I probably would be like, yeah, I'm gonna need something more than just a drink. You know, you know. Just you know, just just you know, give me a one night stand and we're good to go. Uh, but I, I I I felt it was sincere and I felt that. Notice know, he he was. He, I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. He was apologizing only for beating him up and time and chaining him to a to a bathroom. He wasn't apologizing for betraying Shield or betraying Colson or betraying the team. He was just apologizing for the physical act of kidnapping him. And that, to me, was where I was like, not good enough. And I really like when uh, when Hunter said, yeah, that's just the beginning. You know, a drink? Yeah. That's just the beginning. Um, well, so, in that, in that instance, dead to me. Well, I feel like we're going to get a scene where Coulson has to confront Mac. Get Mac trying to apologize and Coulson say, look, that's not good enough. He's not going to apologize because he doesn't think he's anything he's done is wrong. Great. Well, I mean, so somebody, you know, Colton needs to give him the whole, I'm disappointed that you talk. <laughs> I think oh, that's that like your happen. dad. That's like your dad telling you he's disappointed in you. It <laughs> is. It is. It is exactly how it is. Colson is actually just like that. And it's very funny. I had a teacher in high school that I was very close to that reminds me an awful lot of Colson. <laughs> because that's the way, like, if someone was acting up in class, like, that's how he would deal with students. Because kind of doing the whole, like, Colson, like, kind of disappointed in you speech. So it's funny seeing it because it's like, goes the exact same thing. So it's funny mm-hmm. to watch that. But, um, okay, well, let's, um, let's move on um, uh, to, um, to the next topic, which is <laughs> Gonzalez as agenda i uh, i will say this and i you know i'm i'm kind of proud of myself for, that i did this last night but uh, edward james almost uh, was live tweeting last night um and you know i don't know what it was a comment he did about uh, let me pull up the tweet because i i think it was pretty funny he um he said something about Let's see. He said, uh, about time, who is the liar? Everyone is busted. Adrian Gonzalez doesn't lie. And I said, no, he doesn't lie. Gonzalez is just an asshole. And he and all he tweeted to me was, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, I'm happy to, happy to, just being mm. honest. And I said, and also in parentheses, my two co-hosts are, my two co-hosts are crazy about you. Loved you on Battlefield Galactic Out. So just like that. I wasn't hating on the actor. I was just saying, yeah, the character is an ass. He is. He doesn't care yeah. if anybody in what he doesn't consider shield is killed. He was like, well, you know, it's the, it's his team. He want, you know, so I don't if they die, who cares? I'm like, um this is the real shield. Right. Hello. This is shield because they have the toolbox. Fury entrusted shield to Colson, not to you, and I don't care if you're if you're bitter about that still. But you've got your secrets too. What's in the hold of the ship? So he, you know, Gonzalez just kind of infuriated me even more. Uh, well, because, because he's no, he, he and Coulson are the same. Gonzalez doesn't realize that. But he, they go about it two different now. ways. Right. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. But 
I mean, they're both hiding things. So how could he say he's better than Coulson? Where they're both hiding stuff. Right. And then, I mean, who didn't love the moment where he gave Gonzalez the toolbox and opened it for him? He goes, there you go. I'm sure, you know, Fury will get it back. Oops, spoiler alert. I was like, oh, I love yeah. you. I love you so much. You're just Sassy Coulson. When Sassy Coulson shows up, I'm just, it always makes me happy because Clark Gregg just nails it every time. Like, oops, spoiler alert. That little impish look on his face when he said it and the look on the face and Gonzalez and Bobby's face I was like what well, <laughs> wait I, wait, I, wait what I was envisioning this scene with uh, you know Sam Jackson trying to get the box back with Gonzalez give me the box <laughs> give me the damn box yes yeah, that speech from uh, Pulp Fiction <laughs> yes exactly I just Greg, was like, I would love that. It would be outstanding. It would and be he could so pop cool. up. He's popped up before. I hope he does, because I really need him to show up in that Nicki Minaj wicked co guess what you were wrong. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Bees in the trap. Uh, is it is it weird that I actually had a dream like last week when he actually like popped up in my dream and he did that? I, I was talking to someone yeah. in the dream and he just showed out of nowhere and it's like, you know, you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and and then there was like this ADs you know cheesy music but um i would hear this shaft theme that's what i would start hearing yeah when he came out yeah who's the cool smoother shaft <laughs> that's a um, fun movie i don't care what anybody says that is a fun sam jackson movie he was the perfect choice for shaft but i'm i'm ready yeah. to see gonzalez go away i'm um yeah yeah it's like he you know he used colson just to so he, he could take um sky and lincoln hostages um but and like you know keep them in custody yeah. or whatever i'm like this whole this whole obsession with powered people as they keep calling which i find to be so um clunky as a phrase um it it bothers me that he is so single focus single-minded on this and to the point where he's willing to let colson and his and his team die um, and because he's like, we have to have them contained and we have to have them this, we have to have them. And he's so convinced Colson is like part of this. He's one of them because of the, the Cree blood. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm sure that's, that's worked itself out of his system by now. Our blood recycles, you know, yeah. and one and two, you have no understanding or concept of this. Cause this was not what you were focused on as a shield agent. This is something that you know nothing about. And yet he is so xenophobic about this. Anyone who's different is wrong and is bad. And yet, you know, you have the Avengers. <sighs> well, he's going to feel oh. pretty stupid once he finds out that he's going up against Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah. Does he consider Captain America a powered person? Cause he had the super, the super soldier serum. <laughs> I'm so I'm just I'm, not looking forward to the fact that he that there's gonna probably be like fifty of the uh, fifty you know Gonzalez in Civil War that is gonna be like well you should you know the government should actually have power over you and whatnot it's like well and that's the question I mean Edward James almost is a big enough actor that he could be in Civil War it's his character yeah absolutely absolutely and it's like the in the X Men comics and in and it was a part of some of the original X Men films was the Mutant Registration Act. 
And it's like, is, are we going to have an inhuman registration? Is this where we're going with this? And then that's a big part of Because they can't use the bloody word mutants. Right. This would so be totally mutants and an X-Men tie-in and everything if they just had the darn rights. And that was like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are the center of all this. Right. I mean, they're going to be the center of all this. And that's, that is so mutant registration act. It's not even funny. And then with it being Magneto's kids, like, that would have been a perfect fit in. Oh my gosh. And now Pac is considering, you Which know, there's the bloody word. And now there are rumors that after Apocalypse, there that's going to be the end of the singer era, but then that they're possibly going to be re- rebuilding the universe. But, you know, with a, with a Gambit movie coming out as well as Deadpool, I don't think that, that, that those are true. But I do think that, you know, it, it, and it is irritating that, you know, we everything would be so much simpler if they were just all in the same universe. And, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping that one day, even though Fox is not, you know, they're not in any need of more money, I think that creator-wise, they should do a similar deal like they have with, that Sony and Marvel has, just so that, you know, because it's going to allow them to open up new creative ways for them. Because, look, you can keep making, making as much money as you want, but, you know, for as a franchise, it's, you know... There's it's there's a reason Apocalypse is like one of the most definitive movies that is going to come out for the X Men universe. But but going back to this show, yeah, I'm just like, and it's good. I'm I'm still happy to see that every, for every shady thing that Gonzalez is doing right now, Bobby is is starting to really like right. want to step away. She's she looks uncomfortable every time he's she's around him and just seeing. Like Colson is on us. Colson lives up to the deal. But what does um um what you know what does what does Gonzalez do? He just like, yeah, I'm gonna sort of keep my promise, but yeah, I'm gonna keep your agents hostages. Yeah, it doesn't matter Sky's a shield agent to him. He's she's she's powered. Great, and that kind of makes me feel like that you know, the the shield spinoff is going to be, you know, Bobby or Mockingbird saying, I'm not going to work for anybody because I don't like how anybody's doing things. I don't want to be caught in the middle, so I'm going to go do my own thing. Right. I think she's coming more around. I think having worked with Coulson before, right. Avenger, you know, before the events of uh, Captain America Winter Soldier um, and having worked with him post while spying on him, I think she sees who Coulson is because she defends him, except for that one time that the threat has to be eliminated, and she right. that but the, but the question me is, off. Will Will Coulson ever be able to trust her again? I I don't know. Once you break, see, Coulson's like I trust, feel like I feel like she's going to go back to Coulson, can help him out, but he's going to say, "I can't have you back on the team because I don't fully trust you." Right. I I will always question your loyalty. Kind right. of like, and, and he'll say, "I see you." A, Right. I see you as an ally. Good. If we need help, you know, we could call you, and that's cool. But, but I don't want you. Yep. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, I I agree. He she's not a bad person, whereas Ward is. Um, sorry, but Ward I think Ward eventually, as the series goes on, will get more accepted again. Yeah. Depending on how long it, the show goes for. Right, or how long Brett's on the show. Good again, I would love to see Ward get thrown into some of the darker Marvel shows. 
Like if they can throw him into the whole defenders, Daredevil hole, that whole thing, that would be really cool to see. Because then they really could go all out with his dark side, get him struggling with that. Yeah, I just, I would love to see that. I don't know how it would work, though. How would you justify a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent going into Daredevil or the Defenders or Jessica Jones um, unless they make him the Punisher or something? Like, I feel like he's, uh, he could be a mercenary for hire or something. Uh, Lily, uh, Lily from Ward's Warriors has his fear that Ward is secretly the, um, the Marvel character Hellfire. Interesting theory. Yeah, I am. Um, no, I. No, I, I, but I could, I could see in a way. You know, I read up, I read some things about Hellfire, and you know, I, there, there are similarities. Um, but you know, I, I've always been saying that you know, I would love it if. If Ward was, you know, became the Punisher of this universe, because I just, you know, yes, they don't have this, you know, the same background like in the comic, but you know, I, I feel like other than that, he is this mercenary. I feel like he could be this great anti-hero and so on. Because I, I don't look at Ward as a villain anymore. I don't look at it as a hero either. I just see that oh, it's a, it's um, it's an anti-hero. I feel, and it's um. And I feel that's something we need, you know, as we're getting now further into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the darker it gets, you know, I feel we need more characters like him and so on because it's going to get dark soon and it's going to, and we need to see, you know, because we have characters like Daryl, we have characters like Grand Ward and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I want, I think Ward is a good example of why this universe also needs to get a bit more mature rather than just being, you know, despite that it is owned by Disney, you know, it needs to start to go a little bit more mature, if you know what I mean. Not, you know, to the point of where the Netflix shows are, but, but yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you still need to keep it fun. I mean, you, you do, you do have an audience of kids that are excited to go see these movies. Cause you gotta be careful how far you take it. They're going to be able to get away with a lot of stuff in, Cage of Ultron because Ultron is a robot. Because normally robots are like the green light to get away with stuff for kids. So that helps a lot. But again, I wouldn't recommend, you know, a kid watching Daredevil. No way. Mm-mm. Or even this season, or even the season of this show for that matter. Funny enough, and um, the other day I was. Um... Uh, I was hanging out with some friends, and behind, you know, behind us was like, you know, there were a few kids behind us, and they were watching a trailer of Daredevil, and they were arguing whether or not it was a film or a TV show. So like, I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna be cool for once. So I turned at them and I say, no, it's a TV show, and they're like, and the kid is like, how long is it? And I'm like, 13 episodes, and I, he didn't seem to grasp it completely. Um, so, yeah, that's all I'm saying. But, um, yeah. but let's, uh, but let's move on. Um, Simmons, I hate her. Um, they have ruined the character of Simmons, and uh, this episode really sealed for me. Um, she um, she was aiming to kill to kill uh, Ward, um, yes. but instead, you know, and I knew it was coming because you know if you get cast in a new pilot, then you know it's more than likely that you're gonna right. leave the show that you're currently on. So. Um, Bakshi is no more, and uh, so is my respect for the character of Simmons. She is dead to Andy. Yeah, it's probably gonna take a while before I, you know, if you know, I, she's gonna have to do some really good redemption in order to get my interest again. Right. But um, 
Someone get the super glue out and put him back together. I want him back. Well, guys, I think the big thing was because I feel like Ward was speaking for all the fans during at the end of the scene where he said, Simmons, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. That was a big moment. And he was right to him, say so, by the way. Oh, yeah, he was right yeah, to say so. Is. And I think I the other that. thing is, I don't think Fitz is going to like this. No, because he didn't want her to use it on Ward, and that's what right. the the splinter bomb was supposed to be for Ward, and Bakshi got in the way, and you know, fell apart. Literally, he's all over the floor now. Um, but yeah, it was a very dark moment for her, and I think she's trying really hard to make up to Fitz for how she was behaving about Inhumans and for being a part of high, you know, for yeah. keeping secrets from him. And, um, but she gave him the sandwich. That's all she needed to do. Right. And he was fine with that, but one, but it was like, she needed revenge and that's not like the Simmons. We used to know maybe her time in Hydra has right. changed her a little bit or something because yeah, I do. I did agree with Ward. I was like, that's Simmons. This is not who you are. You're the good one. You're the one with pure motives, um, right. much like Fitz. And that's what we like about her is that she is a team player and she's brilliantly smart. She's also a really good person and has a really clear sense of right and wrong. She, her, that sense of right and wrong is not showing up this season very well. And I think that's a change in the character for some reason. I, d- I think it's a deliberate change. I don't think it's just randomly she decided she was going to try to, you know, avenge what happened to Fitz and her because she was in the box too, just because she doesn't have physical limitations because of it anymore. Like Fitz does doesn't mean she wasn't deeply traumatized by what happened. So I think she was also showing how that affected her as well. It wasn't just, you know, she just didn't swim out and she was okay. She was, she was traumatized. I think a lot of that was, you know, she was trying to get him back for that. But I was very, when that happened, I was so sad about Bakshi because it really kind of drove me crazy that he was calling Ward Sir. Yeah. And like treating him like a white, almost like Whitehall. And I was like, dude, what does he have on you? Does he have pictures of you with farm animals or something? I feel like there was uh, pictures of him with Andy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I yeah. here, here's what happened. I I bought <laughs> too many cuffs, and when I put them on, it looked it it didn't look as perfect as I had hoped. So I bought some chains, and then there were photos, and I and that's what that's what Bakshi was was afraid of was that these photos would be released into Hydra and yeah. and his position there would be in jeopardy. Um, I, you know, you never really could trust Bakshi, be, but that was the character, you know, you didn't know what side he was on. He was always playing to the most powerful side. And when he was in Strucker and lists, you know, little cottage, uh, he was playing to them. And then when Ward showed up, he was like, Oh yes, here, let's go in this way. Um, but yeah, I I mourn I mourn Bakshi. I mourn the loss of Simon Cast to the Marvel Universe. And I tweeted him last night and just said, you know, you'll always be a part of the Shield family and a part of Agent Coulson's army. Um, 
he did a great job while he was with us. He brought a really interesting and unique character and he played it beautifully. And he was a good friend to to us as a podcast too. Yes, yeah, I very much so appreciate all the He listened to he listens to us. Yes. Cause the interaction and we also very much so wish him well with the new pilot he's gonna be on. Right. I mean yeah, I, I, will... hope, I hope that goes well for him. Yeah, good luck, Simon, and we will miss you and Somebody needs to sweep him up and send him to Andy. And, yes. And uh, and hashtag death to Simmons. So let's talk about our last point before we. Can we? Get... Can I? Can I make one more thing about a, oh. a character? Oh sure. May kind of annoyed me in this episode. Oh my god! <gasps> me I, too. I. She was. You know what I, I? I I'm not gonna get too much into it. I was just very. Like I was almost willing to turn off the television because I was, she's quite like, you know, she said, "No, you're not the director anymore." And oh, so that I, I, me I, I was like, "I was like, hey, May, girl, li- girlfriend, listen to me. He's a mother effing Avenger. You you do not yeah. talk to him like that. You are badass, but right now you're acting like Gonzalez has, and then a certain word. So I, I, I don't she... like. No, go on. No, I was gonna say she, she was acting like, you know how she always says, "Don't get emotions involved." Uh huh. She was here. She yeah. was doing exactly what she said that never to do, because she was mad about her ex-husband being involved. Right, and she was like, "Well, yeah, I, yeah, I kept, I, yeah, I was spying on you for Fury, but this is different." I'm like, "No, it's not. You kept a huge secret from him. He, you knew what was going on. He didn't know what was going on in his own body." And you were spying on him for Fury and making sure he was okay. You were willing to take him out if need be. Coulson is following what Fury wanted him to follow. Okay, yes, he and he was dealing with the knowledge of all this crap that had happened to him, this experiment that brought him back from the dead. So who's the only therapist he knows and one who knows S.H.I.E.L.D. and one who would keep his secrets? Andrew who worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. as a psychiatrist and who would keep his secrets because he was a friend. I mean, I totally, I mean, I didn't find that. And why does he have to tell Melinda May everything? The direct, did Fury tell Coulson everything? No, it could not because. Did Fury tell anybody everything? No. And she was, she was on the plane when Fury said, when she, when he said to her, look after him. I don't think that this is what he had in mind by, you know... It, and I, I get the whole point of I'm trying to do what's best for S.H.I.E.L.D. and for you, but it's like, you know, give, you know, rev- you know, giving up the secret that they didn't have the real toolbox and all that, and it's like... And, you know, and now, you know, de-acknowledging him as the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., I... That came out of anger and emotion, like, it hurt, and that's not Melinda May. And I think that maybe... You know, she's getting letting her, like Dan said, she's letting her emotions cloud her agent brain. And if she really expected Coulson to tell her everything that was going on, her brain would. That's just ridiculous. Coulson doesn't even know everything that's going on. He had to do these things. He has a reason. Just trust that. He has never done anything without a reason. And that's always been to the benefit of the, of shield. 
And she needed to trust that. But she got her head turned by Gonzalez, who's like, we will give you a place on the board. We will give you, you know, look at this big table with all these chairs. You could have one of these chairs. This could be your chair. And you could help us make decisions about it. And it's like, seriously? You got your head turned by a freaking chair? Gonzalez is playing her so hard. And... It's it's making her doubt Colson, but there's really no reason to doubt Colson. Could Colson just say Avengers and shut everybody up? Yeah. You, you know when that when Gonzalez asked him in the early part of the episode, he asked, you know, why should I trust you? And he says whatever. But I I tweeted out, you know, no, the reason Gonzalez should trust Colson is because he's a freaking Avenger. Hashtag right. my drop. Right. Yeah. No, when he when Colson said Avengers, I was like, you you you. You say you do it, you just drop it. And yeah, that's right. What beta Pull the Avenger is. card. Yeah, and uh, and let's start talking about you know the the, the the tie-ins that we've gotten so far, aside from Doctor List and the reference to the twins and um, one Strucker and one Strucker, and um, you know we I, rain yeah, the, oh, the prison that they were keeping Deathlock and uh, uh, Lincoln in. I was like, oh my god, it looks like where they kept the twins. I actually thought for a second that maybe, you know, we wouldn't see Elizabeth Olsen or Aaron Taylor-Johnson, but maybe, like, you know, body doubles, you know, for them, you know, being escorted out of the building, you know, during the attack. But, uh, no, we didn't even get that. We get um, references to the twins and, you know, all, you know, I get it. They're in Sokovia. But but Raina is really the beginning of this tie-in as we, she, you know... And she was it just me, or didn't her voice sound way different than it us- than it usually does? It it did. I think a lot of that is the makeup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, but she she stood up a lot with confidence in this episode, and she. Mm-hmm. But the the interesting part was that she realized the danger of Loki's scepter and what you know an army of metal basically coming and all that. And I like that. It, that was a good setup, but I feel mm-hmm. that the setup we really got was, you know, the appearance, the brief appearance by Maria Hill. Uh, and, um, they, and, you know, she, he, they asked them about, um, the data protocol, which it's not about, it's not about the scepter, right? It's something else that we still, we still don't know about. Right. Like, it, yeah. well, it, this is my two theories. Is it, cause it, the Ultron project, Tony building Ultron, or are the Avengers going after Hydra looking for the scepter? Because it's it's like he's creating backup for the Avengers or making the Avengers team bigger. Well, the purpose of Ultron was that if they it was to like send the Ultron uh, robots in where humans couldn't go. I mean, that's from the comic. It was he created. Hank Pym created, because in the comics, they were created by Hank Pym, uh, also known as Ant-Man. They were created kind of as replacement Avengers. Like, if it was too dangerous for for an actual Avenger, Ultron would go in. Um, They've had multiple purposes. The Ultron robots have had multiple purposes throughout the comics. But that was really the basis. And according to what I know about Avengers Age of Ultron was Tony and Bruce kind of creating this and Tony doing it to, for the same reason, which was to send them into 
places that they couldn't go or that would be too dangerous for them so that they wouldn't, you know, that this would be the police force basically of the world now and something went wrong and Ultron became sentient. Um, so I think Theta Protocol is something to do with the Inhumans, but I think that there is a connection. And then basically Ultron decides, you know, all humans need to be wiped out because all humans are a threat. Um, so I think Theta Protocol has to do with the Inhumans and more of the, I hate this phrase, powered people. Um, and I think the Scepter has something to do with all of it, but I don't know what, because it can control minds. I don't know. It may be what powers Ultron. They may use it, uh, Tony Stark may use it as a power source. Well, if it's in Sokovia, if Hydra has the scepter, then Tony can't use it to build Ultron. Because, well, I feel like the opening of the movie is going to be, you know, they've been trying to find the scepter. Mm Because the opening of the movie is them going in, the Avengers going in to get the scepter. Right, because Hydra has it now that she, when they took Shield, so. Great, because I mean there needs to be some explanation as to what the Avengers have been doing. You know, have they all been running around together? Did um, you know Captain America go and get them all after the events of you know Winter Soldier? Because uh, let's yeah. make our own team, let's do our own thing. You know, I, I'm not really sure, but I feel like they're the opening of the movie is going to be them going on a mission to get the scepter. Mm-hmm. Good. They use that to make Ultron, and then that doesn't work so well because they really shouldn't have messed with Asgardian technology. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to end up doing that behind Thor's back, and that's going to piss Thor off. Right. And he's apparently he's going to do it behind a lot of people's backs, too. Yeah. So. And I think a lot of people are going to be very angry with Tony Stark by the end of this movie. Well, yeah, which leads beautifully into Captain America Civil War. Yes. But, um, but yeah, but overall. Remember, this... the whole world's going to change. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, but this ep- <laughs> overall, this was a very good episode, and I'm you know Friday is going to be you know Thursday and Friday is going to be interesting when you guys have seen the movie. I'm gonna um, be watching it as, as well. Um, I'm probably going alone because I need to be I need to concentrate concentrate so I can just look at the screen and be like, is Colson in the corner? Is is anyone there? Where, like what's going on? So I because when I go to go with friends, they always you know I always get distracted and then I miss those small things. So. Um, Good episode, but let's get to some some quick listener feedback um, um, that we always appreciate every week. So, Nikki, what uh, what do we have from the Twitterverse? Okay, let me bring up the tweets. Okay. Oh, hey, Andy, Nikki, and Dan. Don't mind me. I'm just sobbing everywhere for the perfection of that episode. Seriously, the Dirty Half Dozen back together. It felt like a super hyped up version of season one with more tension and more death glares, but I loved every second of it. Sky was so freaking badass. Best fight scene of the season. Colson was at his sassiest, giving Gonzalez the toolbox and telling him Fury was still alive. Spoiler alert! Simmons, man, she's taken a bit of a turn again. When Ward is disappointed in you, then you've really gone dark. I still love her, though, and have hope that she'll realize her error. I mean, she did make Ward a promise. We had to expect her to try something. I just wonder how long it's going to take for everyone to find out she killed the inside man. A moment of silence for Bakshi. Ward was really great, and I actually was really happy to have him back. He's so sweet to Agent 33. I found it a little creepy, personally. Um, And it's clear he wants what's best for her. I'm really excited to see how they continue to attempt to redeem him. (laughs) 
And the Age of Ultron lead-in and movie clip. Theta Protocol. Time to bring in the Avengers. I think that 1 million percent confirmed Coulson is going to have to show up in the movie in some capacity. Plus that tweet from Joss. The Avengers are at least going to have to learn he's alive. And I cannot wait for all the reactions. What tweet? I could... I'll look it up. You, you continue okay. reading. I told you, I... I told you Joss is going to redeem himself here, dude. I could go on and on about this episode, and I've probably forgotten to include half of my initial reactions. But I will, but I'll keep this short and leave the talking to you guys. I love, love, love the episode. It's definitely a favorite, my favorite of the season by far. Can't wait for Age of Ultron this weekend and more Shield on Tuesday. Hail the Helicarrier! That was from Morgan at I am Morgan underscore M on Twitter. Okay, I saw so the, the tweet she referred to was it's um it's a meme of um it's Colson it's a photo of Colson and it says don't tell them Maria maybe the time will come but it isn't now they have their mission I have mine let them think I'm gone when all is revealed all hell is gonna follow <laughs> so I'm Re- I, retweet that retweet that I will retweet Got that excited. I think Ooh. you know what I'm not I'm trying not to get my hopes up I really am not but... I but I but I think the I have a speculation. Nikki, we're going to hear you like squeal with excitement, like from from, from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I, I have a, a, a an idea, and I feel like it's either they learn in the film, or by the end of the season, they are going to know that he is alive. Okay, that's just my speculation. Uh, but I will. Re- that's that's a that was a good photo because um, that he p- tweeted out. Well, uh, there apparently the Loki scene ended up on the cutting room floor. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Joss. Joss, Joss lies. I love you, Joss. We debate lies. Marvel lies. Well, Joss so it's gonna said be a Loki scene. Yeah, he shot a scene. Oh bad. Yeah, I know. Fans would but Joss is like, Joss. Joss was like in an. I think it was the Rolling Stone interview. He was like, "Yeah, well, you know, some you know, we can do everything." Okay, our friend Christopher C. W. Bork. Absolutely floored. That was incredible. Tension, emotion, redemption, and Sky is one hundred percent badass with and without her powers. That did you? We did not talk about her her gun skills. Oh my god, that scene, that scene was shot. Oh, uh, it, oh, it was gorgeous. It, it was not exactly like Daredevil, but I love the fact that it was. In that, they never cut to anything. The camera just followed her around, and you felt like you were sitting on her shoulder and just feeling her all the punches and all the kicks. And I'm like. It, it, it's phenomenal how far this character has come, and I—I uh, I know I was thinking, God, May's a good ch- teacher. I mean, she made this girl who never held a gun before, and now she looks totally natural doing it. I mean, she looks yeah. like she's been doing this for her like half of her life, and she's only been doing it less than a year. I mean, oh my God, that scene! I was so proud of Chloe Bennett. They need Internet- to do. They need to shoot a scene like that with Hawkeye, Black Widow, and Captain America fighting. Yeah. That would be awesome. That could happen in Civil War. Yeah, I'm just saying, take notes on that, Marvel. Use that technique because it was a brilliant way to do a fight scene. It really was. And our last feedbacks from ZP International. That last two minutes has got me so pumped for this weekend. Then the sneak peek came on, and yes! But great episode overall. (laughs) Yeah, no, well said. Um, but guys, thank you so much for tweeting in and emailing in. And um, yeah, no, thanks I, you guys. this was a very good episode. And I'm, you know, next week is going to be, you know, based on the trailer itself. You know, it's going to be a very compelling, you know, 
next two weeks of Shield because you know we don't forget people. We only have two more episodes. You know we all, you know there's yeah. episode twenty and then it's the two hour. Nikki, can you see see, see the finale with your with your accent? Which accent? The British, British one? yeah. I always love when you say how you say season finale. Gage Carter. Get ready for in two weeks the two hour season finale. <laughs> <I can't>. uh, <laughs> the two hour season finale. Yeah, I'm. Can uh, Nikki just replace the ABC announcer? <laughs> yeah, that I'm that announcer. Like when I was just watching TV spots for other shows during the commercial break, I'm like, hype much. Really, it's no. Um, but um, well, oh, I wanted to be... do an odd, a modern family trailer. It's hilarious. <laughs> Sophia okay. Sophia Vergara should do the um, the, sure. the narrating of the trailer next week on Ages of Shields. Okay. Age, of <laughs> she couldn't pronounce half the words. Uh, well, we love Sophia Vergara. She's hilarious. I love her. She's amazing. Um, but uh, we're gonna start wrapping it up. Um, you can find all of our shows on, on the Across the Hours Network by heading to acrosstheavers.com or helicarepodcast.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at Shield Radio at iHeartColson at Across Airways, and also don't forget to check out our latest podcast in the network, Thrones Cast, a Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, follow it yes. uh, on Twitter at Thrones Cast, and they're on Facebook too. And um, um, you can find all of our shows on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. Make sure to subscribe and rate and review us on all all pages because it does help us a lot and get us more noticeable in iTunes and Stitcher. And um, and we're part of the Google Plus circle Colson's Cadets uh, on um, Bea Hank of T Fanatic who I do um, the, the roundtables with uh, on that website. Uh, this will be a very interesting discussion this, uh, on their site so stay tuned. Uh, and uh, we're, we're part of the Mixed Radio Network. Uh, Healthcare goes live on Mondays at uh, 10 p.m. And if you have any questions about the podcast or us or how I'm going to survive uh, in a world without Bakshi, email us, healthcarepodcast at gmail.com. So um, I'm, you know, I'm about to fall apart uh, because of, you know, I had to plan a funeral. I have to, you know, I have to figure out if I can use Tahiti on on Bakshi, but you know, um, he's he's ashes. You can't bring him back. I'm sorry. <sighs> I hate your summons. So we're gonna get to the spoilers yeah. section now. So if you're not sticking around for the spoilers, I'm Andy B. I'm Nikki. Good night, Dan Schmidt. Wishing I never had that hot pocket. And <laughs> I, we, we will see you on. We will see you next week on that Hollywood <laughs> Tuesday, for the first time, Stop. Shield Encounters. 
inhumans. These people are a threat. And the peril of war. It's our plan of attack. Who said anything about an attack? Becomes a reality. These are good people. Only one episode remains until the astounding two-hour season finale. Let's get those jets in the air. They're coming. Here. New Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Next Tuesday at 9, 8 central on ABC. And welcome back to the spoiler section of Helicare Podcast. What you just heard was the audio for the trailer for next week's episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. called Scars, which is the, um, the penultimate episode before the two-hour season finale. You know, don't don't let anyone fool you that it's uh, that the show is ending anytime soon. So, uh, And Nikki is going to read you the official description of next week's episode. So take it away, Nikki. Next week's episode, Scars. Sky is torn between her loyalty to S.H.I.E.L.D. and her connection to the Inhumans as tensions rise between the groups. And Coulson reveals the secret he's been hiding from even those closest to him. Guest starring are Henry Simmons as Alfonso dead to me, Mac. The reason she's laughing is because I literally wrote in in the document, um, <laughs> Alfonso, quotation mark, dead to me, Mac, McKenzie. <laughs> Ruth Nega as Raina, Pat Oswald. Pat Oswald! Got so excited, he's Billy. Koenig, uh, Kyle McLaughlin as Cal, Edward James almost as Robert, you're not the real leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. Gonzalez. Jamie Harris as Gordon, Christine Adams as Agent Weaver, and Maya Stohan as Kara slash Agent 33. Dykin Lockman as Jaying, and Luke Mitchell as Lincoln Campbell. Scars was written by Rafe Judkins and Lauren LaFranc and directed by Bobby Roth. So this promo, um, and of course, as any trader for Mars Shield is vague and not clear, and, <laughs> but, but basically what they're summarizing is that the war between them uh, anti-shield and inhumans are about to begin and it's uh you know i think this is yeah. gonna have major repercussions for the mcu uh, for how other inhumans are not going to treat them the human race but um no and we're sure that this is the the anti-shield it's not ultron robots right well, we don't know. We will have to. We will probably know okay. next week after you know after we've seen the movie well, and after we've seen uh, that episode. So, because I was kind of wondering if this is going to be like a Hydra type situation like they had last season, where instead of Hydra people this time it's around it's Ultron robots. Uh, you know, anti shield. Every time you say it, makes me think of something that women wear in their panties. And uh, is there, is there a better way? What? It's a there's a thing like some women wear called panty shields. So every time you say anti shield, <laughs> that's all I can think of. Well, you know, I mean, you know, Gonzalez wears one probably. You know, he wears depends. Uh, yeah, that's right. true. You're right, Dan. Um, no, it's just bad shield. <laughs> Pitch. <laughs> bad shield. Bad. We call it bad naughty shield. shield. Very very naughty. bad. Naughty Go sit shield. In the border shield. Yes, Naughty Shield. If Naughty Shield is going to go up against the Inhumans, they're going to need the real Shield to protect the Inhumans. Um, so I don't know how it's going to lead in to Age of Ultron, or if it's setting up for the future of the MCU with the Inhumans film and trying to build up, you know, our awareness of the Inhumans. Um, I don't think. This is a storyline that's going to end this season. I think it's going to go into next season. It's going to be a running line. It's not going to be the focus, yeah. but it's going to be a running 
thing throughout well, because you have Sky who is an inhuman now and she's got to deal they've got to deal with her and work with her because she she very clearly wants to stay with with Coulson and Shield and the real Shield um, because she worked she struggled so hard to get back um, so I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen with the naughty Shield. Knowing well, knowing Joss Whedon shows when characters <laughs> get what they want. Which is Sky knowing who her parents are and kind of having a family. Yeah. That doesn't normally work out for those characters for too long. It really doesn't. So I've got a very bad feeling. <laughs> You've got a Han Solo? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And, uh, I mean, Should we either both home? of her parents could die. I could see Cal sacrificing himself. Gum, yeah, that would make sense because Kyle McLaughlin is going to do the Twin oh, Peaks no, reboot that's on stuff. Hold. It's, it's well, it's, it's on, on go. It's on hold now. Bummer. Well, because, because David series... Lynch left. Yeah, I. Uh, well, then maybe he won't stay on Agents of Shield. Well, um, <laughs> well, I the problem. I don't. I don't. It's not easy for me to speculate on this one because it's because you know of the movie and you know, and of of this whole war thing. I just I'm just gonna lean back and you know and look forward to what's gonna happen, but. Um, but I think this Can is... we do like another version of this spoiler section after we're done talking about Avengers on Saturday? Because I feel like we need to. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we will be able to do that because then yeah. we will know if the show, do, you know, if this episode does tie into the movie or if it's the the episode after the film that is that ties right. in and so on. So yeah, we will. There will be Shield talk on this week when we uh, when we talk about the film. So uh, no, but we're gonna wrap it up here, guys. Avengers Age of Ultron hits theaters near you this Friday, so tune in. Assemble into the theaters. Assemble into the theater, and if um, and if uh, if Simon dares to go into the theaters, then I demand that the managers of any of the the, the cinema chains to throw her out because um, yeah, you don't kill if you kill my boxer, then you're then you know I will I will I will make you suffer. Um, um, no, I will funeral the plan. So, anyway, we will see you next week on the Hellcare. So, until then, have a marvelous time. Bye, guys. See ya.